0: We are on episode 9, Streets and Scholars, with Alex Alonso and my co-host Frank Thornton, a.k.a. FG. And what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on with it, Alex? Man, we just, uh, nothing really, man. Just doing our weekly thing. Hey, now it's moving along. It's moving along. <laughs> yeah, man, and um, the numbers are getting good, and all the, um the feedback is getting good and it's growing every week man and it's a process no that's what's up but you know we appreciate the listeners for tuning in no doubt and i want to i want to thank all the people that are listening on spotify apple itunes and google those are our three most listened to platforms but there are a bunch of other podcast platforms that are, people are are listening on so uh, let's start it off, man. I, I want to correct a couple of things from a couple episodes ago. We talked about uh, the homie Guy Refit, the guy that decided to take the feds yeah. to the trial. <clears throat> and I mentioned a, a lady that did the same thing back in 19... The, year, the correct year is 1954. Mm-hmm. And I just want to acknowledge this lady because what she did was more gangster than anyone on January 6th did because she ran up in the same building mm-hmm. in the name of independence for Puerto Rico mm-hmm. with three other homeboys <laughs> and started blasting damn and they shot five congress people damn and she did this on March 1st of 1954 and um I'm just surprised we really don't talk about it but you know she really went in there and did yeah, her thing she went in there and did that yeah, and her name's Lolita Lebron, and she really she wasn't even supposed to be there that day mm-hmm. She was asked to organize the assault, but when she was asked to organize the assault, she said, "I want to be a part of the assault wow. and not only was she a part of the assault, she was the leader of the yeah, assault yeah. so how often do you hear of a woman leading a physical attack like that against a government building. Damn. Yeah, That's wow. they did that though. Yeah. So I want people to look her up. Lolita LeBron. She was born in um, 19. Oh, man. Let me see if I can remember 1919. She died in 2010 at the age of 90 years old. Oh, so they didn't get gunned down at that time. No, nah, they didn't get gunned down. Oh, okay. they, all, they were all taken into custody. And I and I had said that she got pardoned by Bill Clinton in episode six. And she was actually pardoned by Jimmy Carter. Oh, wow. In 1979. Now, you was probably... I remember Jimmy Carter... But barely, you probably don't remember Jimmy Carter. I remember the name, of course. Yeah, yeah but yeah, he, yeah. he was the president when you was a kid. Yeah, I was six. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was, uh, no, you was probably younger than that. Cause well, he, when he pardoned her, I was six and seven. Yeah, but he became president in 76. Okay. And um, that's the first president I remember as a kid, Jimmy Carter. Man. You probably, Ronald Reagan's probably yeah, the first president. Yeah, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> so it was like right around that period. Yeah. So yeah, it was Jimmy Carter pardoned her, gave her clemency in 1979 after she sat in there for... Um, 25 years mm-hmm. and she actually went to a, a, a fci uh for women i forget the name of it but um i didn't even know they had fcis for women oh yeah
1: yeah you know because they got some they got some tough women out there <laughs> they can't just send them all to camp you know
0: what i mean yeah so so do the um do the women inmates? On the federal level, do they, are they able to communicate with other in, the male inmates? Is there any connection between them? Well, it
1: all depends what kind of facility it is. Uh, most facilities, they're separate, you know. But when you have some holdovers or you have some certain situations, like, say, MDC, um, on the top floor, the ninth floor— is where the females were eighth ninth floor they did the laundry for us you know what i mean so you was able to if you knew who was up there you know you was able to put a couple candy bars in your laundry put a note in there you know and get it up there to them you know what i mean so you was able to communicate or nowadays you know they talk to the streets we talk to the streets they tell such and such you know send me some fresh you know it's a communication that could be done you know but not physically okay
0: well um I think what she did and, and you know what when, when she got out of prison and went back to Puerto Rico, she celebrated as a hero to till the day she died. I bet I bet they did. You know, because of what she did and um I, I mean she put it all on the line and you know, I just want people to recognize that, you know, she stormed the Capitol, but she did it in a different way for a different cause. Mm-hmm. And these people on January sixth, to me, they're just a bunch of clowns, man. Well, I mean, you know, I'm i still say they, they they went
1: up in there though. You know, they <laughs> It they did wanna, look crazy, yeah, though, like yeah. the, the
0: images on TV with them just mobbing Man. the whole building. Yeah, I, I, I still got to give it to
1: him now. <laughs> that shit, I wouldn't have did it.
0: Yeah, because, um, yeah, you, you know, that's an automatic visit to the federal prison. Oh, no doubt. All right, and on, I remember we were talking, I believe it was uh, episode six, about the uh, four LAPD officers that beat, that beat Rodney King. I couldn't remember the, the fourth one. His name was Lawrence Powell.
1: Oh, okay. I wouldn't have got that one. Yeah. No trivia at all. Yeah. I couldn't
0: remember his name. So you had Stacy Kuhn, mm-hmm. Timothy Wynn, uh, Timothy Bressenio, and Lawrence Powell. But when they went to the, um, when they got charged federally, only Lawrence Powell and, and Stacy Kuhn were convicted. And they were convicted to three years and most likely uh, 30 months, which mm-hmm. is what? 30 months is two and a half, two and a half years. And uh, the other two were acquitted. Uh, Teddy Briseno and uh, Timothy Wynn were acquitted of the federal charges. And uh, they were both released, the two officers were released in December of '95 and uh at that time they gave rodney king 3.8 million dollars for those 55 blows i think that was a a a nice check
1: though huh yeah but they they whooped his ass though man i ain't gonna lie man you know but it also it opened the door for the police brutality it did actually it really opened the door and it let people know that this shit really happens you know stop thinking people just making up the stories it's really going on out there so by this uh opening up that door you
0: know more people were able to get believed in some of their cases and you know yeah it did open up the door because um even though there were for for our generation it opened up the door if you go back to the 70s in in athens park there was a lady named Ulia Ulia love mm-hmm. 1979 she got gunned down for pulling out a butter knife in the front yard of her apartment or her house because she mm. she didn't pay her utility bill i stayed two blocks from
1: Anthus park in 79. so uh, yeah.
0: yulia yulia love e-u-l-i-a love she mm. was gunned down in 79 and back then if you didn't pay your your, your, um, your gas bill or your dwp bill mm-hmm. the police came to your door oh i didn't know that yeah, yeah that's really. i was reading i was like the police come to your door for you not paying utilities right. and she didn't have the money she was a little, um, I guess she was suffering from mental illness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She pulls out a knife and they just aired her out. Wow. No danger. She wasn't, uh, I mean, you pull out a butter knife and you start swinging it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, on. I can snatch that out your hand. Right, right, right. right, right and right. she was a 40 year old lady, right, you know. Right, right. Uh, they decided to, to shoot her down. And that was the big case for people in that generation, you know, but yeah, definitely Rodney King opened up the door for, um, for us to look at the police differently. No doubt for our generation so yeah man um i'm always gonna bring up stacy coon because he was the, he, he was the worst one of the four yeah, he was <laughs> man that's
1: a name that you know we gonna remember man because that shit was uh, it was wild
0: if you look at the footage he was actually quarterbacking it like basically hey, you yeah that, yeah you yeah, yeah yeah no 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 get them legs you know i'm
1: surprised he got acquitted on the federal charge
0: no stacy coon was found guilty oh okay it was timothy briseño and, and um theodore briseño and T- timothy wynn that were acquitted oh okay okay i was gonna say man i know he should have been no nah, he was the main he's the ringleader yeah so, no yeah. doubt but you know 30 months ain't nothing Hell, nah. <laughs> no no nah. no you know, especially you. You know, you saw you had to look at one hundred and twenty months, right? But it was something for them not killing
1: somebody. Yeah. Now some of these cops getting manslaughter, getting four or five years for, for actually a murder. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it it was it was something. I mean, I was impressed that they convicted them and and tried them. You know, tried and convicted them, but um, uh, it
0: it was, it was something, Alex. And and the reason why this came up is because. Of the double jeopardy issue that we talked about when it came to uh, Juicy's case, mm-hmm. which is still pending. Uh, they were acquitted right here in right. LA County, but the feds charged them for violating mm-hmm. Rodney King's civil, civil rights. Right. And they found him guilty on that. So, you know, I, I'm against double jeopardy, but hey. I mean, I don't know what to say. These these cops deserve to be in jail. No, nah, no doubt.
1: You know <laughs> what I mean? They're getting away with shit far too long, you know, and the only way it's going to slow down is you start putting their ass in jail. So,
0: well, th- at least two of them got sent to jail. Now, we had a question on um, on the Apple podcast. Someone talked about um, they responded to our conversation on Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, mm-hmm. and this, came, this comes from McCastle on Apple. He says... How come you guys didn't bring up the fact that jada pinkett has constantly embarrassed this man every chance she has by the way great show i never miss an episode
1: (laughs) well you know uh we we were the thing about it with me is i'm don't be trying to slander people you know um things are my personal opinion but i feel the same way that he felt you know what i mean will has been embarrassed by this lady multiple times but you know like the old i think it was the leroy hudson song you know maybe he feel like you know well maybe you ain't never been in love like i've been in love <laughs> you know what i mean because maybe he just you know doesn't feel like he's being embarrassed or he's willing to forgive her every time you know what i mean i'm like well mccastle you know um you can't just keep embarrassing me and keep embarrassing me no this gonna stop you know
0: yeah
1: so um but i didn't just want to just start bashing her you know become a you know be you known as a woman basher but It's really not her fault. If he lets her do it, it's his fault.
0: You know what I mean? so I I agree. Um, Will should have walked away from that a long time ago. And because he didn't, he must like the arrangement that they have. No
1: doubt. You know, so me personally, I can't speak on what the arrangements are. We don't know the, you know, the intricate details of what it really is. But from the outside looking in, man, it has gotten really ugly. You know, from it just being rumors to now, it's just like publicly in our face their relationship is constantly, constantly on the table in our face, you know, and just wondering who's going to take what. Jada, are you going to leave because you make it seem like, you know, you fed up with Will or, this, or Will, what are you going to do? I know it's a lot of money involved. You know, sometimes it's cheaper to keep her, but, you know, I'm going to see how it plays out.
0: Well, someone was telling me earlier today that they believe that Will Smith is going to slap divorce papers on Jada Pinkett within the next six to eight months. And I said, if he hasn't done it yet, I think it's highly unlikely he's gonna do it now,
1: I think he will, Alex, you know what I mean <laughs> Is <that> i right? <laughs> I said that too. I didn't even give him six to eight months. You know, I gave him enough time for his lawyer to sort out the money part. you know what I mean, and um, I think hes gonna finally get up out of there.
0: Well, if he does that, he's probably gonna do it by the advice of people around him telling him to get rid of her. but if it was his own decision, I'm saying he's sticking with her because she satisfies every single desire that he has whatever they are i would have no idea what all his desires are but it's clear jada satisfies them i don't think she do i mean
1: like i say i'm not i don't know him personally you know i'm only an outsider mm-hmm. you know i think that he became so big and so famous and so powerful as you know it's kind of like the president you know what i mean you don't want to have a divorce while you're in the presidency, you know, you want to, you know, keep everything together until this train slows down or stop. You know, Will was one of the, you know, best actors, you know, most accolades in the, in, the, in the world. You know what I mean? So um, I think for them to because they were known as the perfect couple for so long, I think they tried to keep that for a minute. Now it's not there no more. So I don't think it's a problem for him to get on, you know, and going about his life and save a little face doing it.
0: Well, it's gonna be a very expensive divorce if he does it, man. It's gonna be like uh, Dr. Dre's divorce, yeah, yeah, no doubt. I think he gotta break her off a hundred million dollars or something.
1: I mean, you know, but depending on how many you have, you know what I mean. You know, you gotta realize it though too. And I, I'm the I'm the main dude talk shit about dudes that <laughs> you know don't I'm don't give her nothing. You know I me, mean? but when you go about it, and, and that's not a two or three year marriage. This is not the Mike Tyson situation where you marry six months, a year, and, you know, now you got to give up half your money. No, this is a situation where uh, Dr. Dre's wife was with him 18 years. Will and Jada have been together 20-some years, you know. She deserves a, I mean, you know, give her $100 million, you know what I mean, if that's the case, you know. But for me, my peace is worth more than any amount of money, you know, and I don't
0: think he's peaceful in that situation anymore. Well, I, I I think that the the optics is bad, but I think when he goes home, everything's cool. I just think his, he's being embarrassed publicly. If the public, if the embarrassment wasn't so public, I think he could deal with whatever Jay Jade is dishing out at home. But I don't know if uh, if the public embarrassment is enough for him to file those divorce papers. Well, that's past
1: uh, uh, embarrassment to me as humiliation. And it's the difference between embarrassment. And you embarrassing me a little bit, and but this is humiliation. You yeah. know what I mean. So the thing about it is, she dropped the ball. By you know, he, I'm like you said, he might have knew exactly what she was doing. But long as he was being fulfilled on his end, he wasn't tripping. You know. But when you, you know, publicly humiliate me, you know, I'm the biggest dude and one of the biggest guy, actors in the in the world, and you just, you know, you just like tore me all the way down. And yes. the respect level from the world. His crash down on wheel, You know, I mean, I really don't think he can recover. <laughs> I don't know what he can do.
0: You know what I mean? Uh, all he got to do is uh, make a hit movie, and uh, he'll be back back on on track. But let's talk about that, because it seems like they're trying to cancel him, and I think now it's getting a little bit too far. Well, Netflix and another company pulled their movies off
1: the shelf that he's uh, playing in and uh i mean i'm I seem like they would still want to get their money those are movies that's been done and been up but um i read they actually pulled start pulling them off of netflix and um it was another company i just can't remember what it was um stop stop you know selling his um
0: movies what about the the 10 year ban from the academy awards
1: i didn't look too big into that you know um so you know, I mean, you wouldn't want it there anyway, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Not like that. Y'all do the song and dance for him, the <laughs> bna a association. Now, I don't think that'll hurt him too bad. You know, if he can get back up and rolling, I think the only way he can do it, sorry to say, is if he divorced Jada. You know, re rebrand his image. You know, it's, 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 it's sad to say because we talking about a husband, a wife, a family. You know what I mean? But if he's trying to rebrand his image, you know what I mean? You got to get rid of Jada go do some you know re, some 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 power moves you I, I express that you know you you was dumb for and 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 um people to forgive you but yeah. up until then you know hey it's going to be what it's going to be well,
0: well the Netflix project that Will Smith was on is only been paused mm-hmm. that means to me they're just going to take a few a little time out let everything cool down and then we'll you know let's 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 finish this project and make that money
1: you know what hey I mean, we're gonna see i think they gonna the money gonna stand by will you know what i mean because people are still gonna go i'll still watch a will smith movie i don't have no problem with that you know it's just uh i you know i am a little disappointed you know I, you know that uh and, and i don't look at it one way if he would embarrass his wife in a certain kind of way like that i, I would feel the same way for her as far as you know don't don't humiliate me like that in public you know period you know what i mean so it's not a
0: one-way street it just you know hey i think tupac would have whipped that ass <laughs> if, if if she did that to him
1: it wouldn't have got this far see that's the yeah, thing about it, it. yeah you're right it's like training kids you know <laughs> what i mean if you just let them run wild up until they six they gonna be bad if you nip it in the bud at one and two and three you know now she wouldn't have did no stuff like or Tupac would have left her years ago years ago you know <laughs> what I mean but it's nothing wrong for like I say their, their uh, wedding arrangements and what they allow in their marriage I don't knock that you know what I mean that's between them two I don't knock that part but at the end of the day you know you mess with a rat you know because that's what uh August basically end up being you know he was ready to tell couldn't hold his emotions as a man you know, and I'm more mad at him than I'm mad at anybody.
0: Yeah, no doubt, because he probably, um, he pro- she probably cut it off at at some point, and then he got upset about it. Yeah, man, but you know, you post to hold, you got
1: to hold it, man. It's when you're doing something sneaky or creepy or a crime or, come on, man, you 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 can't go back And but emotions are emotions, and everybody have them, and some just weigh a, a, a more than others, and hey, man, you know, he was in love, I guess
0: yeah or or she really whipped it on him. Shoot,
1: i guess they whipped it on each other because they both seemed like they was you know
0: well i'm not gonna use love that was lust <laughs> that was lusting but um they also put in uh will smith's i am legend i guess he's got a i am legend project coming out that's one of my favorite movies though Whenever I see the original I Am Legend, I'm, f- I'm not flipping through the channels because we don't turn. Right, TV. right, right. But right, whenever right. I'm going through the channels and I see I Am Legend, I stop and I yeah, just watch yeah, it watch again. a little piece, huh? Yeah, I love that movie. So that, they put that project on hold. So they're really trying to, Um, I don't know what they're trying to do to Will. If they're they trying try- to make it look good. That well, they're
1: they trying to play it safe. Like you say, it's going to look good, you know what I mean, T- to see what his outcome uh, become, you know. Maybe they're seeing that he's really messed up in the head behind this relationship stuff, man, and maybe they he, he, he need a pause. You know, maybe it's not so much the company. Maybe he need a pause in order to get his shit together to see how, you know, he going, you know, bounce back or see, you know, how he going to take it.
0: No doubt, man. Well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a Will Smith comeback. I think the uh the canceling of all his projects is a little over the top. Yeah, I know he smacked a dude on live television on a, one of the biggest stages, but... He shouldn't go to jail for it. No,
1: nah, no, nah, not jail, <laughs> nothing like that, but he should be
0: humiliated by it, and yeah. he should be condemned from his folks by it. I feel like if if the police want to charge him with a misdemeanor assault, fine, but what does Netflix, what, what Netflix want to get involved? The, the Netflix is not a court. No, you know? not at all. I Am Legend Project's not court. And nobody give a damn
1: if Netflix <laughs> play them or not. You'll never hear, you know, I'm not watching Netflix because they, they keep playing Will
0: Smith uh, movies. Ain't you'll nobody, never hear that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody tripping on that. Yeah, you'll never hear that. I mean... I think Will Smith is one of the l- biggest actors to even be on Netflix. They should owe this dude a debt of gratitude. Right, gratitude, yeah, for even you know, coming on y'all platform yeah. to do stuff. Yeah. So um, I hope it all works out. Um, eventually, I think it's all gonna just blow over, and um, Chris Rock is gonna make a whole lot of money talking about uh, it.
1: No doubt, the homie just went down there the same Friday at the <laughs> uh, at his comedy show. He said he's not talking about the slap until, uh, he get his money. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. He's
0: going to, he's going to do a, maybe he's going to do a special tour. Yeah, man. Just for that. That's cool. But, um, Hey, let's talk about this Cain Velasquez, man. This is my favorite inmate right now. Man, This is the brother that we talked about on episode six. For those that, um, are unaware of Cain Velasquez and what he did, go back to episode six, five or six. And, uh, Listen to the whole thing. We went into detail about Cain Velasquez, but he had a court date this week, and his lawyers just filed. Um, they filed for a future date to come back to court. So he's still in jail, man. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was gonna get a get
1: a bail on this go round, but uh, hopefully, when he go back, what May six? Yeah, May when he 6th, go back yeah. May six, man. He can get something, man, because he's just sitting in there, and that's not cool. And this other guy just out running around chilling, probably, you know, <clears throat> doing the same kind of uh, activity he was doing before.
0: Now, I contacted one of his lawyers on the case, and this is what the lawyer told me. They said that they they um, postponed the hearing until May 6th, and on May 6th, they will ask the court for Kane's release, and they will set a date for the preliminary hearing. And they just kept it that brief for me. I, I have more questions, but uh, you know, I guess attorneys got to be careful right, right. how much they say. No doubt. But- um, they they, she didn't even say bail they're just gonna say we want him to be released because you know what harry galarte was released oh yeah he was i I said he was out on bail a couple episodes ago and that was incorrect right they just released him. exactly so if you're gonna release the chomo right hey just
1: release this dude no doubt no doubt but they may ask for the release and they still may you know um consider a bail but i just hope either way he you get out and be able to fight his case from the street go be able to go be with his kids man
0: i mean he's not a flight risk he's a well-known fighter um they could take his passport what's he gonna do no no
1: doubt you know but they are trying to set the example of you just can't be jumping out in the middle of the street trying to gun somebody down too so i, I understand what what they're probably trying to do but at the end of the day man let this guy get out
0: yeah let me read um a statement he made this is his first statement since he's been arrested uh, he posted this to his twitter page and he wrote to everyone that has expressed your support my family and i will never be able to thank you enough from the bottom of our hearts and the depths of our souls we are forever grateful for your love your selfless gestures and kind words have given me strength in my darkest times this story is complex and slowly unraveling as we speak to the true victims of this case. I like that line. Right. To the true victims of this case, may God give you the strength to come forward, though it is most difficult to relieve, to relive the pain that has happened to you. In speaking the truth, justice will be served and your own true healing will start. I will never stop helping or loving my community and all of you. Thank you for your for loving me, Cain Velasquez. That's, that was posted today. Oh, wow. And uh, it sounds as if that he's asking for other people who may been molested, uh, hey, I, please come forward. That's exactly how I took it. <laughs> and you remember know. you said that uh, if there's more coming forward, that can seal the deal against Harry galarte No, no doubt, man. But it need
1: to be sealed. Yeah. You know, because this kind of behavior, just running around and molesting kids, man. I mean, damn, you know, and you just still out here. That That's not cool for me, you know.
0: So, yeah, um, I like that line to the true victims of this case. May God give you the strength to come forward. So we'll see if there's other uh, other people that was at this school that may have possibly been uh, molested. And um, that will definitely strengthen the case against Harry Galarte. And it may even um, weaken the case against Cain Velasquez. He won't be the only family man out there. With, the, with a victim from this dude.
1: No, no doubt, you know, but at the same time, you know, they do want to take the shootings in the street serious, but I think this is a special circumstance case where you should take everything into consideration, the emotions, the rage, you know, the things that happen and, 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 and use them to, um, you know, not forgive Kane, but,
0: you know, be a little lenient on him, you know. No doubt. You know, I'm going to stand by, uh, he should be released, and... Um I would be disappointed if the prosecutors go against him as as aggressively as they would go against uh the chomo dude but i know i know what they they got to do their thing because he shot the stepfather 62 year old person that was in the car right with with the dude so i mean i don't know what to say about that man uh let i saw a nice uh art piece of art it mm-hmm. said free Kane. here's a question i have when Kane was in court the last time or even today when he mm-hmm. came into court today they, they not only have him handcuffed they got him shackled to his waist and i remember a few times you would see somebody in the county the few times i, I have been in the county some brothers are just normally handcuffed walking through right but then there's other dudes handcuffed uh, around the waist but then there's other dudes around the waist and the ankles right why is Cain Velasquez coming into court chained around the waist
1: as well? Well, it could just be maybe the jurisdiction at the end. up He's still up in Santa Clara. Yeah. So it could be there, a policy that they have, or they could also just know that this is a high-profile case, so they want to make sure that they show in the public that they're not taking the lien at all. You know, it's little things like this they do because, I mean, you know, the guy's not going to escape. So you could have him in just a pair of handcuffs and he would still get back and forth, but... You know some of this it could be um uh procedures at that courthouse you know it could be different things you know it look ugly to me like why do you got this dude looking like a slave they wanted to look ugly you know (laughs) what i mean that's what i'm saying they could just put him in some handcuffs and he gonna go in there do the exact same thing here is court here and he's not gonna act crazy and try to run out of nowhere so they do a lot of these things for effect you know and they know it's a whole a high profile case they see people watching they want to know that when you mess up in our county, this is how we're going to treat you.
0: Now, when you are when you were going to all your, your court hearings in the feds, would you be able to just walk right into the courtroom, you know, freely, uncuffed? No. No? They actually cuff you into- Like King Velasquez, yeah. Exactly yeah. like that?
1: Yep. And I was having my hands- uh, Matter of fact, when Frank, he had a little situation, Frank DiGiacomo, my uh, old attorney, he had a little situation where after he had surgery, um, he kind of almost fainted. And i tried to catch him but my i got my hands <laughs> you know to my side you know the deputy end up grabbing him and you know what i mean but uh yeah man they drag you in there man like you know you did committed a uh, six murders and shit. you know what i mean and you know like i say you know they want your family to see this they want you they would send me right out there in handcuffs it w- i'm gonna do the same thing walk in and walk out
0: yeah i guess they only let you not be cuffed if you're going to trial so that a jury you know the jury gets right, to see right, you in a right suit. In a, in a humanized yeah type. yeah <laughs> um that's crazy so that's like for every single time you're in the courtroom they, they bring you in like that and they bring you in like that take you
1: out like that and then get right back in the back and take it off you know and uh, put you in the cell. but it's no it's no like i say they do it for a lot of effect but it also could be to protect in their minds protect somebody from trying to jump over to say somebody that's in the, the audience uh, a prosecutor uh, you know a court clerk or something so um, but it don't need to be at that level you know of security
0: you know now what about um, when when inmates are being transported from I don't know point A to point B to point C um, are there different levels of cuffing when in your experience on the federal level like some people are cuffed on the ankles because I I guess they deem them more of a threat than the next guy well, this standard operating procedure in certain places,
1: you know what I mean? And um, going through transport, you're definitely going to be shackled at the, the ankles, You're shackled at the waist. You know, the thing, a problem I had was, you know, okay, certain but being on an airplane, you know, shackled at the waist, shackled at the ankles. If this thing goes, and they know, you know, trying to eat your sandwich with, with, with. Being shackled at the waist, trying to you know use the restroom. Being shackled at the waist, you know, on an airplane, your survival if it's hit the water and it and it don't sink so fast, you know, <laughs> you definitely ain't gonna be doing no swimming. All you know? y'all are we're, drowning, right? We drowning, baby. We out of <laughs> can't there. swim like that. But um, but yeah, they make sure that they you know standard operating procedure when you in transport. You know, a lot of times when you're in the county jail, they could have you um. With just a, a minimum handcuffs on, but I remember even back in the county jail, for some reason, you know, if you was on the main line, you know, you could just have be handcuffed to somebody else with one hand. When you coming out that blood of that crib, module, oh man, they had you shackled down. You know what I mean? You know, so it's just, like I say. Different places, different people. I was just shocked to see Cain Velasquez shackled like that. They didn't have to do that. <laughs> no, I would just be totally honest with you. They didn't have to do
0: that. It's ridiculous. So, when you got transported um, from place to place at the federal level, they would put you in planes? Oh, yeah, depending on where you're going. Because, you know, federal is, 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 you know, the USA.
1: So, you know, you fly in different airports, you know, fly in, you know, different hubs. And hey, man, you know, they transport. Oh, this is a job for, you know, they have air marshals. This is an everyday job man where they just flying inmates across the country every day
0: yeah know? I guess the federal level they got more money because the homeboy uh, from uh, Jaystone fruit town Piru he said when they took him to that um, private prison in Arizona way up from another prison in California mm. it was a like a 20-something hour bus
1: ride yeah 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 now they do do both you know what I mean and um and um, and you can't use the
0: bathroom the entire bus ride. Man, they make it hard on you, man. I mean, you really treat it like... How you can't use a bathroom for 20 hours? Hey, bro. <laughs> you cannot take a dump for 20 yeah, hours. No, no, not at all.
1: You know what That's I mean? the rule.
0: Hey, that's <laughs> not at all. You
1: know what I mean? So a couple days before, you better slow down on your eating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you you, you get um, a warning when you're going to be transported on certain date? So you- well, you
1: know once you go on a transport, once you transpack, when you take your uh, belongings to r and you know, um, and and pack them up. You know you finna be moving, so you don't know what time, what date. They try to keep that a secret from you, but um, but you know you finna be moving, so you get ready. Say, looks, so my phone cut off, and my email cut off. I'm moving. You know. Yeah. And uh, I never forget. I tried. I didn't tell my wife where I was going. You know, so I end up in Oklahoma. You know, so uh, and I and I called her and I'm like, hey, I didn't even tell her I was going to go do time in Texas. But right this moment, I'm in a, a facility in FDC, Oklahoma. So um, I got jumped on the phone. Hey, what's going on with you? She like, what the hell are you doing in Oklahoma? They can actually track you over the. Uh, she said, when my email and they sent the email to say you can no longer email this guy. She went to BOP.gov. You know, you know the women. They gonna do the investigation. <laughs> yeah. You can't get
0: the into- <laughs> way. She's just making sure you ain't getting no other visits. Right? <laughs> Hell, you doing in Oklahoma? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So, but but when you're on a plane, you could you can go use the bathroom though, right?
1: I mean, you know, you ain't gonna tell you ain't gonna you gonna go piss and that's it. That's it. You uh-huh. sit your ass back down.
0: But at least the plane trip is not 20 hours. No, no, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No, I couldn't believe that you are supposed to be on a bus for 20 hours and you can't take a dump not one time. That's yeah. crazy.
1: No, man, it's, it's 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 it's
0: inhumane. Yeah. Well, hopefully on on May 6th. Um, Cain Velasquez will get out of jail And he'll be able to fight his case uh, As a free man And um, good luck to him We'll keep you guys updated on Cain Velasquez But since we're talking about Chomos I wanted to ask you some questions about um, With this uh, U.S. Supreme Court Our new U.S. Supreme Court justice I want to say congratulations to Katanji. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Yeah. Katanji Brown-Jackson the first black woman in 200 and I don't know 250 years to be on the US Supreme Court but the the Republicans did not vote for her with the exception actually no how many no I think two, it was yeah two or three, two, two or a, three. yeah a, two a or house, three yeah but the ones that didn't is because of a chomo well that's what I want to ask you I don't even know if it's a really a chomo case mm-hmm. but the, but basically uh, a 17 year old kid got caught with naked pictures of boys on his computer Mm -hmm. of kids that were the ages of 13 to 18 or depending on what the source another source said from ages 11 to 17 Mm -hmm. he was 18 at the time he got caught with these pictures and it's against the law right it's against the law so she gave them three months in jail Mm -hmm. five years probation um at the time he could have got like six years in prison Mm -hmm. katanji brown jackson said because you're a teenager and you was looking at teenage boys i'm not going to give you the whole seven eight years Mm -hmm. i'm going to give you some time so you can reflect on what you did and i'm going to give you some a long ass probation period and that's basically what it is so my question is he never touched on one he never had sex with anybody Is he still considered a chomo from, you know, politics of prison?
1: Um, I think even the politics of prison would have some kind of understanding a little bit. You know what I mean? Because if you got boys 11 to 17 on your thing. It could have been a situation where he just turned 18. We don't know how long he was even 18 when they called
0: him. It's true. Actually, he was doing this from 17 and 18 years old. They was able to track him, and then Mm. they figured out he was 17 and then 18 when he was doing this. Okay.
1: Um, So, yeah, you looking at underage boys, you know. um, It'd be in there somewhere where somebody would be like, well, damn, you know. I mean, it's, 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 it's hard to call him a chomo just based on, you know, um... You know, dude, you seventeen. You looking at a fifteen year old boy. You know, I mean, you you gay, obviously. You know what I mean? But (laughs) yeah, um, there's no doubt about that part. But that don't. I mean, this is the thing about it. A a man with that has raised, you know, um, four kids past the age of eighteen at this moment. When you're in high school, you turn eighteen years old. Most people, you can't go back and go date a sixteen year old, even though back in the day it was totally fine now you really have to teach your kids to be conscious that when you turn 18 years old this is illegal it's not um um unthinkable you know because
0: you only two grades in, in front of her or him but you're you it's illegal now yeah because you, let's say you're a senior in high school you're 17 and you're dating a 10th grader that's 15 right then let's say okay now a year later you turn 18 that 15 year old is now 16. it's a little different now right it's a little different now and even back when i was in high
1: school you know my god brother he uh he was a ninth grader and he dated a senior you know what i mean and and um you know for our side it was more or less like hey go bro you know what i mean but we didn't even nobody realized that this was an 18 17 year old girl dating a 14 15 year old boy It was no problem back back then you know what i mean but it's still illegal so in his situation um it 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 could be some kind of amount of of um understanding there but i it's hard to call him a chomo bro
0: yeah and that's what the judge said in her sentencing i was reading some of it she said because you are so close in age with the people with the boys in the photos I am less likely going to sentence you to the max. I think the max was seven or eight years, <laughs> which would have, to me would have been crazy, right? You got eight <laughs> years for having v- pictures on your computer, right? I, I, I'm not even understanding the connect. And oh, hey, let me add this part. These are pictures that he found that were already on the internet. He didn't take these pictures. Right, right, right. He don't even know who's in these pictures. He just downloaded them that were already on the internet. So that's right. another part of it.
1: Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a delicate situation, but like you said at the end of the day, I think dudes would understand. You know, um I think people would understand. But everything's not fully explained in prison. When you get to prison and you walk through the door, somebody gonna say, "Oh no, dude, is convicted of, of dating under, uh, uh, you know, having child porn." You know, and 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 some nobody's probably you know only a few people gonna say, "Well, damn, how old is he? He look young." You know, he look young. How old is he? And if you say he eighteen. Was, well, damn! When you turn eighteen, uh, three months ago, so you was doing this at seventeen, you don't get that kind of comfort all the time. You know what I mean? So um, you don't get that understanding. You from don't get other that guys, understanding huh? from other guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but by him coming in saying that he, um they were underage boys that he was looking at, um, people want to know if they was babies. Man, how old was that? Well, you know, they was fifteen, seventeen, twelve, you know, and you was seventeen, you know, okay. They wasn't three, they wasn't two, they wasn't, you know, it's a situation that I would never have a conversation with because I, you know, it wouldn't come to my desk based on, you know, for one, you know, you not um you not um that wouldn't come across my desk. I don't know if the chomos got a shot caller or something that they, you know what I mean? Because he definitely would be going to a low level. He'd probably go to a camp. He's never been convicted. He wouldn't even make it to a, he wouldn't even make it to a yard. He'll make it to a camp, so it wouldn't be an issue. Okay, you know? just to be, if you go 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 technical with it,
0: you know. But my question is, is the is the definition of what a chomo is, in prison politics, well, well determined?
1: It's the difference between child porn and actual chomo. I, f- I always thought a chomo had to put hands on That's a- why I say it's yeah. a difference. You know, a child porn is dude looking at the, you know, kids on the internet. You know what I mean? You disgust me. But a chomo, no, he needs to be physically handled. You know what I mean? He needs to be physically beaten, you know, stabbed, whatever needs to be done if you're a chomo. But it is a difference. You know, the, oh, he the child porn guy, you know, yeah, you disgust me. You're the despicable. But... You know the chomo? Nah, man. It need to be physical. You know, you got to take that serious because you actually molest- molested someone.
0: Yeah, but you know what? I think the courts look at him as saying, "Hey, this guy could be a future chomo, so let's let's uh, aggressively treat him, you know, th- through the judicial system now rather than wait." Now, I don't know if there's any truth to if boys, teenage boys, that look at teenage boys be are future chomos i don't even know if that's true they but
1: future chomos bro <laughs> <laughs> because what you're going to do is turn 19 now you're going to be trying to get a little boy 16 and you know what i mean in your mind you know i'm only three years older blah blah that's your mind bro that's illegal you know what i mean in any situation it's illegal
0: so that's a chomo well he's 27 years old now his name is wesley hawkins so i, I want to I want to track this motherfucker, right, 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 (laughs) and see what he does in his life. Yeah, because maybe he's an example of someone that was just dabbling with some stuff as a confused teenage boy, and then realized, hey, this is that was some dumb shit I was doing.
1: Well, I think all he did was learn the law. So he's 27. He may have an 18 year old right now, you know, because he knows the law. You know what I mean? But that don't mean so much his behavior or his um preferences changed you know what I mean so I would just say he learned his lesson with the law you know to not mess with anything underage but that don't mean you know um, he still might not
0: be preying on younger boys well it was really interesting how he got caught Uh, I guess I guess the feds have all these dudes out there on the internet watching people and a Fed responded to him and said hey we have similar interests and then, and then he started communicating with that Fed. Mm-hmm. And then he, I guess, the Fed said, "Hey, what else do you have?" And he said, "Oh, I have this picture. Oh, I have this video. Oh, I got this off the internet." And boom, that's how he got charged. Man, yeah, you know, I'm glad they
1: out there. I'm glad they out there patrolling the net, yeah, you know, <laughs> trying to stop this sort of thing. So much, so much of it, you know, slip through the cracks and people get away. But I believe that. Um, he, he he was with him being dealt with at a young age i believe it may help him later on to, you know to knock it off
0: what do you think of um judge katanji Ketan- brown jackson only giving him three months in prison and a five-year probation as opposed to the seven or eight years he could have got um i don't think he would deserve seven eight
1: years you know being that he didn't touch a you know he 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 internet shopping. You know he looking. He's he he has a um, a, a taste for uh, you know. But he hasn't acted. You know you can run up in my house and find plans for me to rob this bank all you want. But if I haven't robbed it yet, you don't give me ten, eight, and seven years. You know, give me my one little two years. You know, so I'm gonna be fair with him. You know what I mean? Don't um, you know even though like I say um, in his mind he wasn't being a. Chomo, he was being a kid that turned 18. But is the three months like almost nothing, though? No, it was definitely nothing. But, you know, we don't know the kid's background. You know, dude could have really been just a good kid that was kind of confused on a few things that didn't seem like he had, um, you know, wicked ways. I'm sure they read his emails. I'm sure they read text messages. I'm sure they read a lot of stuff that could have, you know. And then again, you just never know who know who. You know what I mean? She could have did that based on. Somebody came and said, "Hey, you know, it's a, you know, dummy that down for us." You know, I mean, don't get me wrong; them am back,
0: back, back, uh, back alley politics still in effect. Yeah, I think it's crazy that um, he could have got seven or eight years, but I do think three months was was is not enough to to teach this boy a lesson. I think maybe one year. I think so. So that's the whole thing of why so many Republicans were against her nomination. Because I was just reading like, oh, she's a chomo lover. Oh, mm. she, she's giving pedophiles a pass. So I just said, let me figure out how many cases.
1: It's just it's just this one case. Well, the thing about it, I don't think it's even so much the chomo part. You know, the Republicans are against, you know, a lot of them are against gay activity. You know, so they, they, they're stood on that. That was, they, they used to run on that as their core values until the gay lesbian community got so big and kind of strong that they start having to kind of cater to them a little bit to try to get them votes but originally their beliefs are against gay people so i'm not sure if it's so much that the case that they believed he was a chomo and he should have got more time based on the the, the crime itself or is it because it was boy on boy and they don't you know a lot of the the republicans beliefs didn't believe in you know homosexuality well, I, I think I think a lot of Democrats are against homosexuality too. I don't agree with you on that. You don't one. think so? No nah, man, they push homosexuality down our throat every chance they get.
0: But the um what about in church? That in church they preach against homosexuality. And the church
1: is mostly Democrats. Yeah, but the um, democrats themselves, if you go look at some of the policies they make, you know what I mean? They line it straight up for the gay lesbian community. That's you know, true. You know, they, they look, who's talking about um kids are 12 being able to decide their gender who's talking about um all the 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 kids can you know you, you it's teaching teaching uh homosexuality or non-gender in school you know what i mean that's democrats that's not the republic well there was
0: this republican dude that was caught in a bathroom trying to do a gay act yeah. <laughs> uh, some years ago so i think these republicans um they just playing the game
1: i mean it could be but i'm saying back in the day because we are older they used to stand on that you know but since it's got popular and strong and they have to be in you know but back in the day if you talk about back in the 80s and 90s and the, in the 70s the republicans didn't want to have nothing to do with the homosexuals you know, they wouldn't come out outright. You wasn't getting nominated if you're openly gay person. You wasn't, you know, they didn't. that wasn't one of their values, you know. And like I say, nowadays, the Democrats just seem like they shoving it down our throats, you know, by trying to tell us, um, you know, put it in school. You know, teachers in school, you know, non-genders in school, you could be six. And if you want to be identified as a, no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, I think if you're in politics and you're a Democrat, you got to be open to homosexuality. But when I have private conversations with people that I know are Democrats, they don't they don't co-sign that at all.
1: No, I got you. I, yeah. No,
0: I I got you. And those are you know, we talk to old school people who
1: believe in uh, in certain things. But at the same time, they run and they try to get that vote and do everything they can. Listen, everywhere you go right now, you don't even see a men's and women's restroom no more. You see an all gender restroom. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's a that's effect of you know the policies that come down to cater to that. And, and you know, I'm not here to say what's wrong and what's right. I'm saying I notice what's being pushed and what's not, you know.
0: Well, I think they need to have separate bathrooms. I remember when I was in college, and we're talking about 94, 95. Now, I went to USC. USC had boys' bathrooms and girls' bathrooms. I went to go visit Cal Berkeley Mm -hmm. for a football game. It's the first time I've seen a co-ed bathroom Mm -hmm. in my life. And, you know, Berkeley is the center of all this thinking all this philosophy right. and all this acceptance so i was like this is 94 i'm walking in a co-ed bathroom at berkeley no doubt and see now
1: you you know you're getting it's getting a little deeper because now they want to let if you identify as a, a, a man a woman and you're a man you can go play on the college basketball team as a woman that's where it's is it's, come on now come, you know stop <laughs> at some point yeah that's unfair you know if you want to be identified as a woman okay that's fine but you can't go run women's track and you a man, and I think it's a situation like that going on just recently. Yeah, you know where the guy was was born a guy, you know was running track, you know and identified as a
0: woman beating everybody.
1: I don't. Know, where's your integrity for one? But at the same time, I mean this shouldn't be allowed, you know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's an unfair advantage for those. Um what are we calling them transgender gender yeah I used to I used to call them transvestites but somebody told me yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, can't you can't say, say that, that anymore right, right. you can't say that anymore. I didn't know that you
1: know and the sad thing about it is, is you know certain stuff we can't say anymore
0: hey I'm gonna say you know transvestite know I mean? because <laughs> in the 80s I, I went to Hollywood High School yeah oh okay well, so yeah. in Hollywood that's all you saw I used to walk out of school walk the Boulevard and see nothing but transvestites Man. and I would be like hey that's a dude or a woman. Oh, that's a dude. For real? How can you tell? No, that's a dude. No, that's a woman. So I, for my whole senior year, I was exposed to what we call transvestites. Damn. I was using this word, Um, I don't know, a year ago, and somebody said, no, you can't say that word. I said, why? They said, because it sounds too much like... um. Oh, what was the word it sounds too much like something negative but yeah I guess now it's trans transgendered yeah but no nah, um I don't think they should be competing with um a different gender than their original one but I think that Katanji Brown Jackson was being hated on by the Republicans also because she's a black woman I think you can combine oh she has this one pro um, what we Let's say pedophile right. She has this one, pro, one case Out of like 25 year career And I'm reading like oh this woman must have Done this a hundred times like how many Pedophiles did she give lenient sentence to One case
1: Yeah but you know at the same time you know they sit there and say You know which she definitely is a black woman but have you seen her husband? I
0: heard that she's got a white husband. You
1: know, and at the same time, I'm still having the sour taste in my mouth from the Clarence Thomas nomination because I thought that was a step for us forward.
0: Well, he was a Republican you know, from the No, no doubt, but you're yeah. still a black man. You weren't, you weren't know getting know? nothing from <laughs> Clarence Thomas at all, period. And we, and we did, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean?
1: So um, I hope she come in there and, 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 and show us a little something different. But at the same time, politics is politics. And... Um, We'll see our go hey
0: some of these people that know that they have a career in politics they marry people for legacy reasons like you know they know that hey if i marry this woman or man that's going to help my career oh no doubt and, you know that's why clarence thomas got a white wife oh
1: no doubt you that know. puts him
0: in do-, do you know that his white wife may have been quarterback in the january 6th capital riot you, know, you best believe it because she <laughs> definitely made
1: statements you know that yeah. she was supporting it. you know what i mean she
0: may have quarterbacked you know, that whole thing
1: like i said he proved to me long time ago that you know in a few votes that you know what he was really about so you know i have um you know and I, it's not a republican or democrat thing it was just at the same time you know he he showed that he showed me his hand a long time ago
0: well i think we're going to get a little bit more at a Kataji brown jackson but who knows you know um, It remains to be seen what side that she kind of lies on but right. hey if she's going to give this this and this this guy by the way is a brother that she gave the 3 month sentence mm-hmm. to if she felt that much compassion to understand that he's only 17, 18. I'm not going to I'm not going to um, you know, give him all day. So that lets me know that maybe she is on the side of social justice, fairness, equality, things of that sort. Why she can't be on the side of homosexuality, you
1: know, and she took a uh, uh, she didn't
0: answer the question, she right? Definitely didn't answer the question. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean she's on his side. That means she, I want to get nominated, no, no, and no, I don't no, want to no, give no. an answer right, right, that's gonna right, put right, me in a corner. Right, 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 right. I think she just danced around the answer. Yeah. She, she, I think she went home. And she says, "I, I know what the hell I wanted right, to say, right, right, but I right. couldn't it's, say that." No, nah, no doubt. Then no. <laughs> I'm not knocking her, but I just, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see we'll what happens. See. uh But hey, it is historic. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it is historic. No doubt. We got a sister on the U.S. Supreme Court bench. Ain't never happened before all right um last thing we talked about this um the more act and you you mentioned a few things last week about what is it really gonna do Mm -hmm. so i pulled out this whole long document and i went straight to the expungement section okay okay so this is what it's gonna do for the expungement
1: because when i listened to the podcast it was you know when i re-listened to it i did say (laughs) you know he he did have a point expungement comes after
0: but what'd you come but, up? With? But they they're very specific. If if you have a previous conviction mm-hmm. after 1971 mm-hmm. up until the day this this bill passes, if it passes, if it passes yeah, let's say it passed today, if you got a weed conviction between 71 and today, and it's nonviolent, mm-hmm. you can get it expunged. Now you asked about what if I'm sitting in jail right now, right? right? They even said if you have a current case, which means you're incarcerated. You can file a motion mm-hmm. to get either a reduced sentence or to get out of jail now mm-hmm. if this passes. So they have this clearly written under the expungement section, okay. that, but it has to be nonviolent. Right, right, right. You, you could have a weed case with a gun. That's mm. going to be, not, yeah, they're going to. That, that, yeah, might, not be that non- might not be, yeah, yeah but it's got to be a nonviolent weed conviction and a, and a nonviolent weed case. So And the bill says that the um the sba the small business administration is going to give out money for those who need help with their expungements because you got to get a lawyer yeah, you got to yeah, file yeah. motions you got to go to the courthouse it ain't going to be like something you, you got to do that work and there's going to be money for those that need the money to get the attorneys to get the the paperwork done so I think that it's um if it gets passed, I think it's it's got some good things written in it for okay, expungement. No,
1: no, after you just cleared that up, um, it definitely made me feel a lot better for the guys who in there. That's I just don't know if that many non-violent people in there sitting in there for weed that haven't been um came home yet, you know. But if it
0: is, that's that's great. I actually believe there there's more than we, than think. we think. Yeah, yeah. there's and, a you a know lot that's, of people. Man, that'd be that's, that'd be awesome.
1: You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So um. All juveniles will get their convictions expunged. And um, for people who are currently under sentence, you can also have your nonviolent weed conviction expunged. And uh, my favorite part of it is that they got this thing called the Cannabis Restorative Opportunity Program. Mm -hmm. And this is where the Small Business Administration is going to allow people who have been previously convicted on weed to now be able to get a license to start your own weed store oh wow and I, you know what i was talking to freeway ricky ross mm-hmm. not too long ago and he told me he was going to apply mm-hmm. to get his license so he can sell weed and i was like wait wait up you you a convicted felon. felon yeah he's like nah they're gonna make it eligible for people like me so um this bill actually puts it in there that um but you have to have, I don't know how it's going to work for him. He's he's a convicted cocaine felon, yeah. felon,
1: so I don't know how it's going to work for him. I don't know how it's going to work, period, just based on this. If you legalize anything, when they legalize liquor, guess what you see on every corner? A liquor store. Yeah. So, I mean, so people who want to open up, you know, weed franchises or weed shops or weed businesses, I mean, the competition is going to be ferocious. So, I mean, it's a good thought. But until you see a weed shop on every single corner, you're going to reconsider, you know, if you want to be in that kind of competition
0: or not. Absolutely. You know, they wanted to open up a weed spot a block away from where we're at right now. And they send letters to all the residents. And, you know, my response was, I was like, nah, right. I don't want that right there. That's too close. Right. You know, I don't want, um, I, I, I don't want that there because I know that every single weed spot at some point, there's gonna be some drama. Gonna be some violence. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody wants to rob them. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody's looking to rob the weed man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But um, the cities that are going to allow these dispensaries, they have to. It's their responsibility to not give out too many of the licenses, I guess. But then, who do you give them out to? Who do you give them out to? And yeah. you know, I saw a documentary that said that. The white people are the ones running the, the weed dispensaries. Uh, no doubt. And, and then, actually, here's another interesting thing about this bill, if it passes, is that it's going to guarantee that people of color and racial minorities get the opportunity to open up their own weed dispensaries. Because right now, it's like dominated by white folks. I think they own 90% of the dispensaries. Right. And they're doing dispensaries in our communities. And, and brothers who want to do it, they can't do it so that's another thing that's written in this bill but man when I'm reading all this stuff I'm like man the Republicans ain't gonna vote yeah, they're not gonna man. vote for this yeah, thing yeah <laughs> so uh yeah um I, I I took a deep dive into it and no, I'm glad you did because you you know you now I can you know maybe
1: correct somebody when I hear some you know uh, somebody don't understand a little bit you know and they may have a weak conviction you know and it's nonviolent you may be able to go get this sponge which could help you do other things in life, because that may be the only um,
0: thing you have on your record, you know? Yeah, I was thinking about Reggie Wright. Oh, Re- yeah. Reggie Wright oh, yeah. can get his no own doubt. weed no conviction doubt. expunged, because his was nonviolent. Right. So um, we'll see, but I don't think this thing got a chance of passing. You know what? Um, it's anything possible, but I don't either, but anything possible. I hope it do. Yeah, so, yeah, I hope it do, but, you know, and then also it was, um, it was introduced by... By a politician from New York named Gerald Nadler, who I never heard of, but you had asked who had, um, who's the one who's, that, yeah, who put it forward. But yeah, for anyone who's interested in the expungement part of this bill and you want to look it up, just um, look up 3056, it's section 3056 of the bill. The bill is pretty long, you know, most of these bills are like hundreds of pages long Yeah, yeah. so you got to get straight to the sections that you want and um so 3056 talks about the ex- expunging convictions and f- and those who want to start their own cannabis companies that talks about that there and then under, under 3056 section 10 also talks about expungements and um hey going back to 1971 that's 50 years of convictions yeah yeah <laughs>
1: Well, a lot of them wouldn't hurt. Um, it wouldn't hurt just to wipe it off. I mean, you know, most people probably home. Some, you know what I mean. It, it's not gonna hurt them.
0: Now, I was thinking, wouldn't what would you? How would you feel if they was passing a bill that dealt with cocaine convictions, nonviolent cocaine convictions?
1: Well, you know, first I would have to say, well, I'm not eligible. You know what I mean? Why is that? I have prior violent.
0: No, but you have prior violent convictions, but your cocaine conviction is it's not non-violent. violent. Yeah. Like, so, the, so that's a non-violent...
1: Right, but they pretty much did that already. You know what I mean? It, well, if they was to wipe the whole thing out, I mean, I would love that. Yeah. You know, but let's be honest with you. You know, um, a lot of things you trying to do in life, like you say, for me, I have prior violence. I have other things, felonies on my records. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't help me so much. But in this day and age after 10 years anyway a- applications don't even say that most of them say have you been convicted in the last 10 years yeah they don't you know because they changed that law you know what i mean they can't go back forever on on, on your uh, criminal unless you're trying to be you know hold a license for something major but you know a lot of um a lot of things that they you can still get out and do what you need to do
0: yeah so you you have other convictions so it wouldn't really help you at all
1: if i had a clean record right now it it probably it wasn't Probably wasn't much at my age that I would try to go do with the clean record, you know what I mean? Outside, buy a bunch of guns or something. Yeah, or something like I was going to say yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. can go walk in the store <laughs> right, and get right, a gun right, anytime right, you right, want. Right, right, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not It's not so, like, my life would change right now, if, 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 opposed to if I was 27, you know what I mean? Then I'd be like, hold on, shit, I could refocus my life and, you know, and but at the end of the day, even on them sponges, man, there's ways they can go in there and see that that was there man they can't hold it against you but you know they they can go see that if it was there
0: man. yeah i wanted to visit someone in prison before and the prison form asked for arrests i thought you could only ask about have you been convicted right, of a crime right, right so the first time i filled out a form I, I didn't even put no arrests. i was like that's crazy so they sent it back to me saying i lied you can't even um you can't apply for six months Damn. so then i filled it out again and i put like Three arrests that I remember. Right, right. They said, Oh, you lied. You didn't put all of them. You got f- you got three more. I'm like, Well, if you know, <laughs> right, why right, do right, I gotta write right, them right, all right, down right, if you right. know? I didn't know arrest, uh, yeah. For for the C D C to go visit someone in the C D C They want me to put down arrests. Damn. I ain't never been convicted of a crime, right, so right, I figure right. I'm good. Yeah. But they, they're tripping on arrests. Damn. So, um, but yeah, I, I did see where some applications ask within the last ten years. Yeah so that's pretty cool then yeah
1: i mean you know give a give at at, at what point do you forgive somebody you know at one point do you feel that you know um depending on what the crime is but at the at the same time at what point do you feel this man then or woman then changed their life and headed in a different direction you know if 10 years not long enough i don't know what is you know
0: okay well um let's uh wrap it up here but i do want to let the let the listeners and of the viewers who are watching this on youtube know that um next week We're going to talk about one of our most successful episodes so far, and it's that one when we talked about rats and informants. Yeah, we're going to dive right (laughs) on in there. uh, We talked about um, Al Sharpton. Um, Who else? We talked about um, your boy. Oh, uh, Freeway Ricky Ross. Oh, you stamped it for him, though. (laughs) And then I remember Anthony Brown that was in the county jail. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean... I was just surprised at how successful that episode was because sometimes it seems like nobody cares about who's ratting and who's informing, but Hey, y'all really tuned in on that episode.
1: Well, I'm going to say like this, do you have, you ever realized that some people might not really understand the dynamics of what snitching is and what snitching ain't, you know? So they trying to get the full, you know, understand it. some people trying to get the full understanding, some are trying to see where we stand on, you know, our our beliefs in it. You know me, I'm coming. Uh, I'm the coming diving off the high dive next week when it comes to that subject. Well,
0: know? yeah, understandably so because you had you got sentenced to 120 months over this. And I want to see how some people take celebrity
1: snitching opposed to a guy that they don't know snitching because I'll be tired of people picking their favorites. Oh, oh, well, he didn't really, really snitch um, what it was. No, no, no. This is a friend of yours, so you don't want to put the stamp on it. You know what I mean? Call a spade a spade, and that's what we're going to do here on Streets and Scholars.
0: Okay, so next week we're going to talk about Tim Allen. We're going to talk about Little C's. We're going to talk about T.I., and finally, we're going to talk about Jimmy Henchman, a.k.a. James Rosemond, those four dudes. And we're going we gonna to determine whether or not they're really snitches or not snitches and that'll be uh next week's episode so uh thanks for tuning in on episode this is episode nine of streets and scholars and where can they find you fg
1: oh you can find me on youtube at fg unleashed you can find me on instagram at fgeneral one um tune in to youtube fg unleashed subscribe like i appreciate it
0: and um, what what upcoming interviews you got coming on the platform?
1: Oh, I got a few that I don't want me to speak on, <laughs> but I got a good one for you. I'll oh. be honest with you. I just got to get out there, get it done. And, you know, it's coming together slowly but surely, you know. So I, I, I appreciate the people that are, that is tuning in. Just stick in there. We're going to get it going.
0: Okay, for sure, man. And you can find me at Alonso 101 Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you know, I, you could even email me at alexalonso at streetgangs.com. I don't mind that. And definitely check out my interviews on street TV. I got, um, I could say, I got, I got Gangster from Santana Block coming in in the next, mm, I don't know, in the next few days. Gangster from Santana Block. And I got, um, I got a couple cats from San Diego I'm going to be dropping. So uh, tune into that. And uh, leave us some more comments and reviews on the Apple Podcast page. And don't forget to subscribe to us on the other podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Play, and all that good stuff. And see you next week on Streets and Scholars.